And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Blog Talk Radio. Tanya Moore, your host, and today's show is about how social media. Welcome to Real Perspectives. I'm your host, Latanya Moore, and today's show is about how social media can impact your business. Today, we have with us Shahara Wright, who is an awesome business law attorney out of the great state of Texas. Shahara, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, we certainly appreciate having you here, and I know that I, I've, I've put you out there because you definitely are an expert when it comes to things like this, how social media can impact the business from a legal standpoint, because I don't believe that business owners and even employees think a lot about that when they're putting certain things out over the Internet. Have you found that to be true in your practice? It's absolutely true, Latanya. You know, one of the things that happens is that people just feel free on social media and they all of the norms that they would do if they were doing it in writing or speaking in front of people, they let it all go. And you still have to have that safety, that caution, even on social media, and especially when you're in business. And that's a great point because, as you and I both know, a lot can happen to a business's reputation they can actually be open to lawsuits and things like that just strictly from an employee saying something. And so have, have you ever seen a time, and I know, of, of course, with, with myself having, having worked in the federal sector for many years, have you, have you seen a time where there are some things that may have been leaked in social media that may have, have compromised some businesses? Talk with us about that. Yeah, you know, I had a friend of mine who called me and was very concerned because she did one of those Boudreaux parties, um, you know, where they do the sex toys and they come in to the parties and do a house, and she did that for her bachelorette party. And the lady who ran the party took pictures and put it on Facebook. 
And my friend was extremely upset about it because that's not something that she wanted to be out in public and that she wanted to be out. So we had to send a demand letter and a cease and desist letter to this business and say, hey, you know, my client did not give you permission to put this information out and put her pictures up on Facebook for this particular party. And so one of the things that businesses need to be aware of are privacy concerns. Taking pictures of your clients and guests should be would be a problem if you don't get permission first. You can't just take pictures and say, okay, this is my business and you're here, so I'm going to take pictures of you and put it up on Facebook. That's not something you can do. And that's so important because now the, 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 other, the other point I want to ask you about to that point, what about the situation where let's say that it's an establishment and someone's taking a selfie, for example, and they just capture somebody in the background. And we can use that same scenario of, of the party. What should a business owner think about when they see customers taking selfies? Because remember, there are other customers that could possibly be in the background. Well, one of the things you it has to do with is what is in your control and what isn't in your control. So if there's somebody that's customers that are taking pictures and they put it on their Facebook page and tag your business, that's not necessarily going to be something that's going to affect your business because you don't have control over that picture. The difference is is that if you take the picture of your customer and you have people in the background and you put it on your company on Facebook, then that could be something that you could be in trouble for because you did not get permission from the other people who are in the background. So, of course, with all the photo editing that we have and you've got Photoshop and you've got all kinds of things, all you have to do is get those people out of them. Take them out of the picture and only have the person or persons that you want to be in the picture there. And, of course, getting their written permission, getting them to sign something, a release saying that you can use their likeness and you can use their photo in the on Facebook, on Twitter, on wherever you're going to do it on your website, getting that written permission is very important. And that's a great point, and that is awesome advice because I think that that a lot of times in in our personal lives, even even as business owners, you know, we don't think a lot about those types of things and and how they can impact us because for whatever reason people still view social media as being something that's very small and private and intimate versus it being a public forum which it which it actually is. And I, I know another another point I want to ask you about because there are a lot of conferences, for example, that are you know, everyone wants to put up a video for example, and I know I went to one and they were they had some people that were singing and they were singing some other people's songs, of course. They were doing some covers. Are there any type of concerns when it comes to, to things like that, any type of copyright? Talk with us about those types of things going out over social media. Absolutely. There's a lot of, you know, plagiarism going on on social media. Everybody's taking other people's work reposting it, putting memes on it, um, you know, adding it to something that they're doing. And, you know, it is a problem. A lot of times people don't prosecute, but record companies specifically are getting much more aggressive about going after businesses who are utilizing music, who are utilizing those things to promote their business and making money off of it. 
there's one thing about if you're doing music and you're having your wedding video and you post your wedding video on your own Facebook page and you have Beyonce in the background and they're showing you dancing, that's one thing. Um, normally record companies aren't going to get upset about that. You're not making money off of it. You're just sharing information, sharing information about what your life is going on, and that's not something that you're making money off of. But let's just take that same concept and say it's a wedding videographer and they're using that Beyonce music to promote their wedding videos and show how great a work they do, well, then now you're talking about utilizing this copywritten material for a profit, and that's something that record companies are going after certain businesses to stop. You cannot utilize somebody else's music to bolster yourself or make a profit of it. That is one big problem that we see today. And and that is so interesting that, that you say that because just that one little twist, you know, like you said, if 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 I were uh if I were posting my wedding video versus the, the videographer or even the wedding singer who, who wants to get more bookings because they sang, you know, I don't know, put a ring on it. Correct. <laughs> uh uh so so well that, that now they're making money for it because from it because I, I don't think that I honestly don't think that people really, really think about that, uh, Shahar, because if they did, they would, they would certainly, I hope, would take care uh, not to, not to do that. Uh, one, one big thing I, I really have to ask you about is, you mentioned about about Mimi's, you mentioned about, uh, you know, taking others' work and and putting it out there. I, I. I want to go back to to that concept just a just a bit because I think a lot of us have seen or we saw recently in the media where a mother posted a picture of her daughter and there there was just it went viral on Facebook I think Twitter as well where there were these little these little memes were created off of her daughter's picture and so people are just saying and doing anything on social media is there any type of impact and, and I know that's a that's a personal situation, but what what type of impact could something like that have for a business? Well, exactly. I I, I think you're 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 right um, about those points because some people you know put those pictures out just because they want to see their kids' picture all over the place, and those memes come viral and they go everywhere, and you can't stop it, and it's you know impossible to really get anything done from that. But sometimes those pictures are private and sometimes they're just putting it on their particular Facebook and somebody takes that picture and they do something with it. Again, it has to go back to getting permission, getting permission to utilize the footage for your particular business and using something that is out there in the public. Now, not everything is copywritten. Not everything you have, somebody has particular rights to, like the Bible. You know, you can quote, you know, the Bible and you can use that and use it any kind of way you want to because it's not copywritten. The words are not. But you have to be careful about it. So, for example, if you take a logo, and I'm just going to use Nike because everybody knows Nike, and you take that Nike logo and you put something up under it, you know, to promote your own business, well, that's not something you can do. You're taking somebody else's trademark, somebody that has rights to it and who earns money off of it and utilizing it for your own business and for your own profit. Again, if you take the photo and you take the photo of Beyonce and you say you put take Beyonce's photo and you put something under Beyonce's photo that she's promoting your particular business, well, that's not something you can do because that gives her, she's not getting her rights, her money from the likeness of her face. 
So those are things that you have to be careful of um, when you're actually putting things on Facebook and Twitter and, you know, Instagram and all of those other ones and even your own website. Another thing that I see happening a lot is that, you know, there are a lot of people now, ladies who are selling clothes and getting clothes and they're reselling them, you know, they're buying them from China or wherever and reselling them, but they're taking photos of models in those clothes and they're posting them and saying, hey, I'm selling this dress. Well, somebody took pictures of that model. There's a photographer who owns the rights to that model and that picture, and there's a company that owns the rights to it because they have the dress, and you're just taking that photo reposting it and saying, you know, hey, I'm selling this dress, but you don't have rights to the photo. That can also be a problem as well. And that is such a phenomenal point because I know that that there is a lot that that's going on. And, you know, it's so funny. I call it, it it's beyond guerrilla marketing. I mean, it's beyond any type of ambush tactic I've ever seen. Uh, I, I remember for many years I would not get on Facebook because I would just hear all these just strange things that, that people would say. But, of course, as we move into social media, and that's that's the new word of mouth, and so you, you have to get get in the game like anyone else. But I think that what what you're saying is really so timely and so important because I believe that even as business owners, we have to understand that we have a responsibility still. You know, we have a a – not just a responsibility to our our clients and our customers, but we have a responsibility to the public, and we also have an obligation to the people whose likenesses that we're we're really taking advantage of uh, and profiting from to make sure that they get the the profit that and you know the well make sure that they get the monies that they deserve, but also making sure that they can remain in control of the image that they own. And so that that actually brings about uh, a couple of things. The the first thing I want to ask you, you you mentioned about owning images and things like that. Talk with us about who actually owns the information that that's on your Twitter account, on your Facebook account. Talk with us about just ownership interest in these accounts. So that is a great point because a lot of big businesses um, are having struggling and having problems with this issue right now, which is you who are the business owner may be doing all of your postings, you may be doing all of you know your Twitter updates and your Facebook updates and your LinkedIn and everything like that. But a lot of times as you get bid- biz- bigger and busier, you recognize that you don't have time to do all of that. And so you end up hiring somebody or you bring somebody in who's, you know, your social media marketing person, and they have control over all of your social media, and they're doing all of the posting. Well, when you bring that person in, you need to make sure that you have an agreement that says that this is the businesses. This Facebook account, this LinkedIn account, this um, Twitter account is all owned by the business. We're just allowing you to utilize it so that when you go, this stuff stays with us. And you see that even more happening even more when you have not just your business account but an employee or somebody who, you know, works for you and posts a lot of stuff up under their own Facebook page, that you have to, you know, notify them that, hey, all that information that you're posting, all of that stuff that you're posting is ours and that it needs to be turned over to us if and when you leave. That's very important for you to do. And and that is so 
I mean, I, I'm just, I'm sitting here actually taking, taking notes myself because even, even for me, that's something that I've never thought about with, with the posting to their own personal account. Because you're right, who, who would have access to that besides the person who, who's posting it? And to, and to have that agreement in place, even, even for, for employees, it, it, it's, really just, uh, it's really just phenomenal, phenomenal information. Uh, another point, though, that that I want to bring out, and I know we dealt with this uh, a lot when it came down to disciplinary actions uh, in my previous life, uh, is about what about things that people put out through social media about, let's say, another a fellow employee, uh, and we're talking employee to employee, that may not be true, or something about the about the business that that may not be true. What are some ways that businesses can deal with that particular issue? So one of the things businesses typically don't do, well, small businesses typically don't do, is train. And that is because probably the owner isn't trained on it and they don't understand it, and so therefore they can't really talk to their employees or their contractors about what to do and how to deal with it. So it's very important to train your employees and talk to them about what to do and what to say on social media. That includes their own Facebook page because if you know that somebody works for Shell and they're going away talking about somebody else that there's a co-worker at Shell, that that comes back and reflects upon Shell. And they're saying, hey, I see your two employees going back and forth and having this war. What does that say about you as a company? So it's very important for companies to train their employees and have them understand about what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. And the larger the company, the more it's going to affect how you are seen in your personal life. Because I know for me as an attorney, you know, although I'm not attorney 24-7, meaning I have my own personal life, when I'm outside, even if I'm not in my office, there's a certain way that I have to carry myself. There's a certain way that I have to act because if one of my clients come and see me, and they're like, oh, my gosh, look how she acts when she's out of the office. I don't really want to do business with her. Well, that same concept applies in social media. Just because people can't physically see you doesn't mean that they don't get a sense from you and how you post and the things that you post and how you carry yourself online. If you're rude and ratchet online and your clients see that, they're not going to want to do business with you, even if it's on your own personal website website or Facebook or Twitter. And be, because really those those things that's that's the light into who you really are. And like you said, it's a reflection on the quality of work. It's a it's a reflection on the qual- the quality of your business and I know that you you definitely have a lot of experience with this and I and I want to talk and, and shift just a bit and talk about your company. Now your company is called the CEO Effect. And I know that you work with businesses and, and business owners and helping them understand legal elements of, of doing business. And, again, today just one of those that we're talking about is the impact of social media on the business. But talk with, with our listeners or share with us a little bit more about your business. Again, it's called the CEO Effect LLC. Yes, the CEO Effect is kind of a, a shoot-off of my law practice. 
So I've been an attorney for over 15 years, and I've had my own practice for over 15 years, and and I've dealt with small businesses and small business owners. And one of the things that I have noticed with small business owners is that they get in a lot of trouble because of things they don't know or don't understand. And just as we're talking about social media, a big lawsuit could drop down, and they have no clue and no idea about the things that are happening, and they don't understand and why they're getting sued. So the CEO effect is basically an offshoot of that, meaning it allows me to talk more to more business owners in a more general way about legal issues and how they affect their businesses. And we go around talking to small businesses, giving them information so that they don't lose their business because of litigation issues. And it takes you from thinking of a small entrepreneur because a lot of people just think, oh, you know, I'm just an entrepreneur, I'm just a mom-and-pop shop, and start thinking like a CEO, start thinking like a strategic person who's looking over a business, something that's thriving, that is affecting the community, and something that you can be a legacy and not just going to go away when you pass away or you decide to retire. That having that effect, that CEO effect, giving you from this mom-and-pop mentality to somebody who is really thinking about your business as a whole. That's the whole purpose of the CEO effect and what we are striving to do um, by educating business owners about how these issues affect their business because a lot of businesses go out because of litigation and it kills their business. And you know, as you were as you were talking, I was I was thinking about the small business owner who has the employee uh, again taking pictures, you know, on on site, or you know, it could be anything. It could be a dangerous condition that, or or maybe it's not a dangerous condition, but it looks that way in the picture, and they post it on social media. And now here's OSHA, you know, for example, uh, coming in. And and doing an investigation. I mean, there. I mean, I don't think that people really understand the the true magnitude of what could happen to a small business or any business with a social media issue. Do you find that to be to be true? Absolutely. I mean, I think when people start businesses, they just have a dream, right? You have a dream, I have an idea, and I want to go for it, and I want to make it happen. And so at the time, it's all about you and what you're trying to do or the product that you're trying to put out. But you don't think about all of the aspects and all of the things that come against you and who and all of the people that you have to touch when you're owning a small business. It is very difficult um, to run a business. Some people kind of just do it out of their home and it's no big deal and nobody knows them. Some people have offices, and as you grow, as you continue on, you have to think about all of the things that affect you. And we live in a litigious society where people are suing other people over all kinds of stuff. You know, I love to watch Judge Judy, and I am amazed about all of the things that people decide to sue somebody about. It's crazy to me. Some stuff I would like, why would you sue somebody over that? That's just ridiculous. But people sue other people behind a lot of things because they're trying to get money. And if you don't think about all of the various things that could happen to you, you have you are going to be in a lot of trouble and if you have to think about what is going to be the next thing that's going to come about. And that doesn't mean you have to live in a bubble and keep your business in a bu- bubble. It just means you have to be strategic and thoughtful about how you run your business and who you talk to and how you touch people. And that is such 
a great point because, again, like you said, there are everyone is just looking at the dream. They're just looking at what they what they want to do, what they want to accomplish, and where they're trying to get to. And they're and they're really not paying enough attention, I believe, to the details that could really be detrimental and, and could actually be the be the end of of the dream that they've been working so hard to to build. Uh, Shahara, thank you so much for being on our Real Perspective show. You have to share with our listeners how to find you, how to stay abreast of of what of what you're doing. So look for the CEO effect. That's d t h e c e o e f f e c t dot net is our website. Um, the CEO effect on Facebook and Twitter. We haven't um, officially launched all of our social media yet, but it will be coming soon, probably in the next few weeks. Um, Otherwise, you can find me at The Right Lawyer. That's www.thewrighthlawyer.com. So that's where you can find me, and I hope that everyone learned a few things and are going to behave themselves on the social media scene. That's certainly great great advice. Again, thank you, Shahara. This is Latanya Moore, your host of Real Perspectives, where we seek real people with real issues, with real solutions from real perspectives. that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep and she don't know where to find them. Yo! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Get to Old Navy today only. Active shorts for the whole family are on sale for just 8 bucks for adults and 7 bucks for kids. That's right, active shorts are on sale. 8 bucks for adults and 7 bucks for kids. But hurry, it's just one day today only at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 728, select styles only.